Hi fam bam, welcome to Freedom Friday. Today I have a topic that I talk about often on Instagram, but I wanted to clarify more specifically here because it is a practice and a philosophy and just a way of thinking that I feel like has helped level up my reality in so many ways. So here on the Freedom Series, we talk about time and money and being resourceful with those two things. But at the same time, we can have all the time and money in the world. And if we don't have the right perspective, then it's not going to help improve our lives or our experience in any sort of way. And one of the perspectives that have helped me in life is the cliche notion or saying that true freedom exists when we live in love. And we have all these awesome quotes, love what you do, live what you love, um, just love, it's all love. And the truth is that it's easier said than done, but it's super, super simple to identify and to implicate. And that's kind of what I want to talk to you about today. This is sort of a twist or really one in the same of the minimalism philosophy, which is to remove what doesn't add value and to keep what does, to improve and grow and hone in on the things that do while replacing or getting rid of so you can make space um, away from the things that don't. And really my philosophy is that life is one of two things and they have to coexist. And those two things are fear and love, the light and the dark. And the light being love, the fear being the dark. Um, and that all things are rooted from one of those two things. So even if you feel sadness, um, there are times where chronic sadness or debilitating sadness is rooted from fear. While the feelings of sadness in honoring those feelings and allowing those feelings so that you can let go and release to heal comes from the perspective and intention of love. So it's one of those things that you have to be able to get honest and align with for yourself. But when you do, it really helps to simplify the things around your life and improve and level up our way of living and our way of experiencing life as it is for us. So one of the stories that I really love to tell about this philosophy is when we had our daughter. And I remember being so confused and so con conflicted because I did not feel ready to have a baby. We did, not we did not prepare for her. And I just like felt like I couldn't even take care of a house plan. Like how was I gonna keep a child alive and like do a good job at that? I was really scared of my abilities and fearful that it wasn't gonna be good enough and that I wasn't prepared and that maybe it was better to not have this child because I'm not sure if I could provide a good life for her anyways. And this is actually the reason we named her Love. I know a lot of people think that it's a weird name and that it's not fair to name her Love, but really truly there is a super meaningful story behind it. And I remember it was like five days after we found out my husband came up to me and was like, 
I really want to be patient and I want to honor your space, but like I want to know whether I'm going to be excited to be a dad or not because um, it's been like five days and I just am like at the edge of my seat. And I said to him, you know, what I realized was I was so conflicted and confused that I just decided I would live and let love. And it's that cliche statement, but I said I was gonna let love happen. And he said, I like that. So what does that mean? And I said, well, at the moment, I realized that all my conflict and confusion comes from fear. I'm afraid of many things that I don't know. And if I were to ask myself, what would love do? Like, what, what is the loving thing to do? It would be fearless. It would be to be so excited and to honor this miraculous life and to love myself and just do the best that I can in love um, to be whatever I need to be, be it a, a pregnant woman that has a baby, that becomes a mother, that becomes a friend to this child to help guide one another through life, to experience life together. I mean, like I'll get choked up thinking about it because I couldn't be more thankful uh, than to remind myself and to have made that choice in that scenario. And we have tried, not always um, successfully, but we have always tried to imply this approach to life. And it can exist in any space, whether it is with yourself. If you look in the mirror and you're afraid that people are gonna judge you, you're afraid that you're not beautiful enough, you're afraid that you're not good enough, and you can ask yourself, does the fear serve me? What would love do? What would I do if I loved myself? What would I do if I loved the people around me instead of looking at them as a panel of judges or a group of people that I need to please to be accepted? What if I just loved them? What if I loved my body? What if I found aspects of my body that I could love? What if I do wanna live healthier, how would I love myself more? And as you can see, when we live in love, it's not that freedom doesn't exist outside of that, it's that we tap into getting aligned with that. And then we take actions and actually fall in line with doing things that we need to do to be more in love with life and more in love with ourselves that allow us to actually feel free, to be free and experience life within that freedom because we're honoring and being true to ourselves. So you can apply it to relationships too. How can I love more? And in relationships, it doesn't mean that if you're in an abusive one that you need to love this person. Sometimes being in an abusive relationship, loving the person is letting them go because staying with them only contributes or supports their level of abuse and they never learn from that situation. They lean on being loved for being abusive, or you're not loving yourself enough by staying in that abusive relationship. You're afraid that if you leave, you're gonna feel lonely. You're afraid that if you leave, you're not gonna find something better. You're afraid that if you go, you're not gonna be good enough for a better relationship than this, or you're afraid that this person might do something harmful to himself or to you. And I say him, but him or herself or maybe to your family if you have kids, if you leave that relationship. So 
it really comes down to, just like with the philosophy of minimalism, being honest with yourself and truly asking yourself, what is really serving you? When you identify what serves you, the idea is that it is rooted in love and love is fearless. So other areas are also in work with your family, what you do with your time. Do you love this conversation right now? If you don't, close the window. If it's not serving you, close the window. Do something else with your time. Don't feel bad if somebody is throwing a lot of negativity on you to excuse yourself. And you can do it lovingly. I remember when I was younger, I had a hard time with having like explosive emotional episodes, like when something would get really frustrating or challenging in life and have had this best friend. Hi, Alicia. Um, she would tell me, I really want to hear you out. I want to hold space for you right now. I'm having difficulty because you're really excited about it. And I think that you might take some time to sort out your feelings so that you can communicate it with me in a way that I can really understand what's going on. And I would love to do that for you. So I'm going to go right now. I'm not hanging up on you, but I'm going to go. And when you're ready, call me back because I'm, I'm here for you and I want to be here for you. And for me at that time, it worked so well. Like, don't explode your shit on people. <laughs> like, don't dump your garbage on people. Like, yes, you have stuff you need to vent. Like, do it in your journal. Like, sort it out first. Like, don't bring that negativity, you know, into your relationships. That's what I learned from her and to honor her as an individual, to not do a disservice to our relationship just because something bad or challenging happened over here. And I was able to really learn a lot from her loving approach. And she believed in me. She loved me so much to say, hey, I wanna be there for you and I will be. But she loved herself enough too to say, this is not serving me in this manner. So let's find a way to make it work. Work is probably some of the most challenging aspects of bringing love into play because sometimes I have really challenging clients. And I think in any high level of work or when you're dealing with a lot of people, especially a global marketplace, you deal with cultural differences in expectations and differences in communication and language and even financial expectations. And so sometimes I feel entitled because I try very hard to conduct my work as overly fair and I try to be a really big giver and it is on me that I put myself in that position and expect it to be seen, expect it to be accepted and expected it to be in gratitude <laughs> to, to say, hey, I'm giving a lot to you, like be grateful for that. And when the result does not turn out that way, it's very hard for me to exercise love. But if I get really honest, my fear is in losing more time. My fear is in my love and what I have to give and offer not being good enough. My fear is in a person not being loving, trying to take advantage of me or being ungrateful, not being appreciative or just like straight out being mean or rude. And I fear having to broach that conflict when I don't want it. And when you realize all that fear that comes up, that's actually a lot of assumption and implication. 
My friend told me yesterday that she was in the parking lot and thought that it was clear. She kind of rolled through a stop sign, so it didn't make a complete stop and pause. And it's, you know, stop, light, stop sign in a parking lot, so you're not going very fast, like probably five miles an hour or less. And there was a pillar, and she got to the stop sign and didn't realize on the other side of a pillar, a woman with her cart was coming through. So she was kind of rolling through, and she had to hit her brakes, and the woman got so mad and started yelling at her, like, there's stop signs here for you to stop, blah, 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 and she started freaking out. And so my friend, parked and accidentally, not on purpose, parked next to the woman. And I was so inspired and impressed because I wouldn't expect any less of my friend and I wouldn't expect any less of myself or the people around me. She said it was just a great opportunity to apologize. Whew, I mean, that makes me like, that makes me wanna cry joyfully because it, we forget that we're human. When that woman was yelling, she was yelling out of fear she was so afraid that she could have got run over. She was afraid that this person was being unconscious and inconsiderate of her, of putting her in danger. And that fear being passed on to experiencing it from so many other people and saying, hey, like, let me lay down what's right because this is like, we don't want the world to turn out this way, right? Like, do you ever do that? Like, why are people so rude on the road? Like, figure your stuff out, you know? And sometimes you feel entitled to like fix people and I think it takes a lot of strength and a lot of love to override the fear of getting yelled at again from this hostile woman or not getting a positive response. And she said, I'm really sorry, it was my fault. I thought it was clear and I was just kind of rolling through when I really should have stopped and I apologize for doing that to you. And guess what the woman was like oh no it's okay like we make mistakes and she was very sweet about it and it's just so beautiful how love creates more love like to live in love and abolish fear i believe is the number one greatest lesson in life and probably one of the hardest things to learn and I just feel like already so emotional about it talking about this because I realized that this is my lesson now too. It's always been my lesson, but that I can exercise this more and that this perspective has been quiet in me for a little bit. And so I appreciate you for being here and I appreciate you listening to this if you made it so, this far. And I hope that you find a lot of value in this because this philosophy I would say is what drives the philosophy of minimalism to identify what adds value. And love is what I believe we are in essence. We are, we want to feel, we want to be, we want to connect, we want to feel like we're good enough for, we want to desire and share and come back to. And I think that's why love feels so good. So I want to let you know, you who's watching this, that I love you. And I love that we're here together in this community and sharing these beautiful things that make life better for ourselves so we can make life better together. And I just wanna thank you guys so much. So thank you so much for being here. And if you like this, I mean, thoughts and feedbacks, always stick them in the comments and hit that thumbs up if you like to, because it helps me know what you like. And I hope you guys feel pizzazzed to live today in love and with that perspective and 
when you do, if you do, I want to hear your experiences and I want you to come back and share with me or DM me because I love hearing from you guys. And I thank you guys so much. I'll see you in the next video.